Most golfers would like to be able to play where the pros play. Sadly, we're not going to get on the PGA Tour, not with our skill set. However, you can still play where the pros have played if you put a bit of time and effort into it. This podcast tells you how to follow in the footsteps of giants. Good evening and welcome back to another episode of In the Footsteps of Giants, a podcast that's primary focus is to try and encourage you to play more golf, be more interested in golf and get out around the world and play where the pros have played. But uh, I'd have to say 2022 has led us down a dark alleyway of uh, looking at golf on an almost daily stroke weekly basis. And uh, here we are again, catching up on what could only be described as one of the most tumultuous few days in world golf that I can ever remember. But before we get to all of that, I'd like to let listeners know that we are recording tonight in the Lynn Grant suite here at uh, the Etfog Complex. It's a really bright, new, young suite. Lynn Grant does, and and we're going to get to that in just a little second. But however, as you've probably already worked out, listeners, joining me this evening is a windswept and interesting Des, whose caddying must be getting better after a busy month out on the links. So good evening, Des. Good evening, Thor, yes. And uh, I just don't know how we could fill the podcast tonight. And uh, oh no, wait, there was actually a couple of little events happening this week. Uh, oh, I think we'll find. Yeah, maybe the odd I think thing. we should be okay. Yeah, I think yeah, we'll find yeah, the odd yeah. thing to talk about. <laughs> I, mean, oh. I don't think we've run out. No, I'm actually um, slightly saddened because young Mike is again constrained by his rail career, yeah. and uh, cannot join us this evening. But I actually had a thought suddenly this afternoon. I wonder are Des and Mike, in fact, the same person? Oh, and there's some clever makeup and prosthetics going on most weeks to there's sort of no decide which one. There's no pictures. You know, is he? Is he? Is he? Which flight's he on tonight? I think he might be on the Aberdeen flight. Okay, okay, good. You know, because they they would be they would be a raucous lot. They would be, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but um, even uh, Mike. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I don't think he can pick us up on the EasyJet flight. No, okay. You know, so <laughs> he'd have to download it and listen to it on another on a later flight. Oh, okay. Maybe the Guernsey flight later in the week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what a week in the world of golf. Oh, dear. Have you ever seen anything oh, like it? Dear, dear, dear. I mean, where do you start? Uh, there was so much going on. I, I have never been watching as many angles in one weekend, yeah, but I'd like yeah. to start in something really new and positive, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. And that is Lynn Grant, who is a female professional hailing out of Sweden, who actually won the mixed event out in Sweden on the DP World Tour, destroying destroying the competition. She blew the field away, shooting 24 under. And uh, that was nine shots ahead of Henrik Stenson and Mark Warren. (laughs) Yes, very impressive. So they're playing the same golf course. Okay, the ladies are teeing it up a little bit. The next best lady, I think, placed tied 15th on Mm -hmm. minus 10. Yeah, yeah. Which was still reasonably impressive. Great blow for ladies golf, yeah. But Lynn Grant and Mike uh, has sent through a couple of videos and you can certainly see this girl hits the ball brilliantly. Great swing. I mean, 
if she said she'd based her swing on Rory McIlroy's, I would believe her. There I is one of the female golfers who did claim that. Yeah. Didn't she go on and win a... She won the... Daniel Kang? Or no, it wasn't no, Daniel no. Kang. It was somebody last year, one of the uh, Koreans who had based their maybe, swing maybe. very much on uh, Rory McIlroy and then had won a major tournament. But the thing about Lynn Grant, okay, she's been a pro for just over a year. How many victories does she have, Des? Um, no. Well, no. obviously I've told you that she won at the weekend. <laughs> yes, okay. So one. Let me go for very one. Good. There's a good starting point. I believe it's seven. What? She has won seven in a year. times in a year. Gosh. And she is, I mean, I don't see the, the, the limit for her. She no. is absolutely unbelievable. Well, even Scotty Scheffler's not that good. No. Um, well, yet, yet. Give him time. Give well, him time. I think he's done pretty well. But I, I do think Lynn Grant is a name we're going to be talking about. Yes, and yes. certainly they were talking at the weekend that for the Solheim Cup, she is a shoe-in in, in uh-huh, the not-too-distant uh-huh. future from the, the European oh, side so. of things. Yep. But uh, very, very impressive. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Henrik Stenson did not play badly. No, no. I mean, he finishes on, on whatever it was, minus 15. Uh-huh. Um, here's her scores for the four days. 66, 68. 66, and final round 64 when it mattered. Oh, for God's sake. And the other, then, the other side, I think Peter Hansen's last game. Did you see that? Oh, I didn't, actually. Oh, he he, he declared it was going to be his last uh, tournament. And uh, I don't think he made the cut, unfortunately. But uh, I was sad to see. And he's still a young pup, so I don't know why he's called it. What qualifies as a young pup these days? Because well, you and I you know, he, really can't judge anymore. I, I, he's not even going to the Saudi League. <laughs> you know, what's, what's wrong? No, well, well uh, maybe he has yeah. a conscience. But okay. um, <laughs> I, I've actually been told by a couple of people that we are drifting towards a bias against the Live Golf League. But we, we'll come back. We'll come back to that, Des, because we're not the there go- yet. The Golden Oldies Tour? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've heard that mentioned. <laughs> oh, there's, there's a few. Well, it's certainly a Golden Oldies Tour at this uh, point. Oh, well, it is, yes, yes. You know, but anyway, last night I sat and watched all of it, yeah. as I'm sure you watched a good bit of it, uh, although you did say you managed to TiVo it. That's so that our American listeners will understand what we're saying. Um, he's recorded it while he was out for dinner and then scooted through it when he got home. Yes, but what a watch. Rory, oh, Rory McElroy. Rory McIlroy, you yeah. finally, finally rewarded our faith in you. Yes. And the crowds. Rory, Rory. Un- unbelievable. Rory. Did you they see? They love him. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want to actually get to the uh, the crowds yet, but they when they invaded 18, uh-huh. I, yeah. thought, I thought I couldn't quite work out whether or not that had been planned since Thursday <laughs> to show what a real event is like but, and, and uh, everything. It was but, like I mean, they, were back, in, they were in the bunker. Yeah. But so they go back 40 a, years. You so know. Justin Thomas is on the other side. If he'd skinned one out of the thick rough <laughs> and across and in there. Could have caught somebody, yeah. There, there's yeah. a few people in the, in the bunker, but uh, certainly was. Anyway. And, and, and did you hear Rory's interview afterwards? Oh, yes. We're, we'll, <laughs> steady, steady. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so let's go back. Mm-hmm. Rory wins, retains yes. the RBC Canadian yes. Open. Yes, good defence. Uh, good defence. Big Tony Finoy snatches second place mm-hmm. by holding a good putt on 18. Down uh-huh. the hill, down the marble staircase, into the hole, scores that. And JT slipped to third after a titanic final round battle. Yeah. That is some of the finest golfing. Do you realise that final group shot two 64s and a 62? 62. And I mean, Rory's 62. That's 
just not like Rory in the in the last few but in that months. Sixty two. In that sixty two, yeah. he missed two three footers. Yeah. Yeah. And he duck hooked two off the tee that looked like he'd knocked them about 180 right. yards. But his, for once, his pitching was immaculate. his wedge play was immaculate, oh, tremendous, absolutely stunning, and only surpassed by poor Justin. What about Justin Rose? Do you know so he's my dearly. next? He's oh. my next point in the Is that right? So nearly, <laughs> so nearly shoots a 59, shoots a 60, and in reality, uh, pretty much all of us will have forgotten that by this morning. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> poor old oh, Justin, no, that was fantastic to watch as well, Justin. <clears throat> He you was know. flying, and then actually he, I think he bogeyed two on the last uh-huh. three. Yeah. You know, so he really, he, he, he had it, it little. was there. He had the work done. He had the work <laughs> Could done. Could you imagine choking for a 60? <laughs> I know. That's a nice one to say. I know. Come back I would, and tell your mates. I would like to, I would choke a couple of times for a 70 and feel quite good about myself. <laughs> oh, and your dreams. You know. <laughs> I know. Okay, you mentioned it earlier. I did. Rory, Rory had a little yeah. pop as he oh, came off the 18th. He, yes. he pointed out that uh, he has um, 21 wins. Yes. One more than someone. Someone was else. Is what he said. Uh-huh. And then, of course, later on, he pointed out that that was definitely Greg Norman he was yeah. talking about. Uh, I think that Rory McIlroy and JT are absolutely flat out committed. Yeah. To yeah. the PGA oh, yeah. yeah. as is Tiger Woods. Correct. And they are the absolute pinnacle of the PGA product. Yeah, yeah. And they are not going to back down on that. No, no. So this was a hugely important week for the PGA because yeah. that came after the Live Golf mm, of event. Of course. But that was what I would call absolutely stunning yeah. golfing television. And it, it, it had to be because the PGA really wanted to get Stay one ahead, and, I, and, I, and that could have been a boring another competition, but it was fantastic. And as you say, a stunning piece of uh, golf everywhere uh, around that. And what uh, I still watched some of it through my hands. Rory was about to put it. <laughs> no, just tonight. Just, oh, he just put it so it well. I mean, his, make it his, happen. His, his uh, pitching, as we said, and wedge play was just fantastic, and his putting was fantastic. And as you say, he missed a couple of maybe sh- relatively short ones. That's when you start getting nervous. Yeah. Oh, um, well, so we all know what Rory does on the final day, and we just we all knew, oh, Rory, don't do it again, please. But he and he didn't. He didn't. Some of the stuff was just insanely good. Yeah, <clears throat> it was. And then after all of that, after Rory's had his little side swipe at Greg, uh, Jay Monahan goes on TV with Jim Nance, uh huh, and actually starts to uh, talk about the whole thing, including mentioning the letter that's been sent to the yes. Live Golf defectors from yep. the families of nine eleven victims, and uh, at the end of the day. Um, he got a little too emotional. There's, I've listened to a couple other people and I've talked about it a uh-huh. little bit. You know, you need somebody, if you're being led into battle, that is emotionless and ready for the war. But he did ask one incredibly pertinent question of players who were thinking of leaving or the players who have left. And the question he asked was, have you ever had to apologise for being a member of the PGA Tour? Yes, yes. Quite poignant, yes. And I, I do think that that's a very, very strong point yep. because the the defence that's going on at the <clears> moment <throat> around everything, is, it's defending the indefensible. Yeah, yeah. And yep. if people, and we've said it before in the podcast, we said it last week, Mike said it, we've said it before, we'd all have more respect if they just said, they yeah. bought me. Yes. They gave yes. me so much money, I couldn't turn it down. I'm not going to win enough tournaments no, on the PGA no. Tour anymore. No. I, I'm, I'm just going to take the money. 
Well, I mean, I think as someone said, it's more focused on <clears throat> on zeros rather than the heroes. And that's what came out of it. I didn't watch an awful lot of it uh, at the weekend. Well, we're going to drift into the live yes. golf event okay, in a wee okay. second here, yeah. I did like Pat Perez, uh, you know, the number 168 player in, in the world rankings. Uh, he said, my wife is one million percent behind me. And I thought, oh yeah, <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I'm actually, I think Pat Perez has been honest about it, but a few months ago he was on the uh, Colt Nost uh, Subpar podcast and he was really entertaining Uh and he basically said, give Tiger all of the PIP because the man brought us all the money and the PGA Tour has been good to me. I've got this huge pension, all the rest of it. Why would I ever walk away from the PGA Tour? And he was very, very dismissive of the concept. Now, this was around the time the concept was fairly toxic, thanks to Phil. But what we have now is he's gone for rumoured to have signed for 10 million. That's right. Which is a low enough number. But somebody else presumably has been bumped off. Yeah, to take yeah. Perez, um, somebody else has been bumped off. So, yeah. you, you know, the first couple of people, Andy Ogletree, who came dead last yeah. and is ranked 1,345 in the world. <laughs> and what did he finish? Top 20 over? He was 27 <laughs> behind or the, the leader after three days. What, um, what did he get? He got $120,000. And I don't oh. think he's in the, I don't think he's in Portland. Okay, let, let's just actually hit it because we have um, one of our regular listeners ADS Staleyman uh, who uh, is a regular correspondent with us on Twitter Okay, big big supporter of the podcast and so thank you very much for that <laughs> he said could you stop talking about live you're all talking about it and all you're doing is publicising it and he's oh, absolutely right well. and, and I'll be honest I tweeted as you know yesterday I'm a little bored by the whole thing yeah. now because I've come to the conclusion that there are some people who are going to go play for the money, yeah. and there are some people who want to win titles, legacy, yes. and respect. Yes. Although, I mean, I, I disagree a little bit there. I mean, I, I, we have to talk about it. It's the momentous occasion in, in world golf. It's changing world golf it no is. matter how it finishes up. And I don't think we're speaking well of it when we're speaking about it. I mean, I'm still trying to find the good of, of the Saudi League, you know. And, and I mean, to hear those interviews by all those golfers, and it's embarrassing, I thought. It was so phony and embarrassing, those interviews. And, and even Graham. I mean, Graham, oh my God. Well, we God. mentioned it We mentioned it last week on, on the podcast. That <clears throat> is for us a hero to zero um, moment that he lost our respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's trying to help the Saudis. Uh, what, what What is that about, you know? Uh, ignoring our, our regular listeners' request, we are going to talk about this for a couple of minutes. The Live Golf event in London at Centurion Club was an exhibition event. Yeah, yeah. It didn't matter. Not nobody, at all. nobody cared. No. Now, Charles Schwartzel. Oh, yes, I, I suspect he cares right now. <laughs> he's just picked up 4.75 million. Yes, because he got a share of the. Uh, he got 4 million for winning it, and then, of course, he got 750,000 as, uh, as part of the, of the team, team prize. Oh, that's right. Yes. Okay. So I think and he's happy. His teammate in the same team, uh, Duplessis, was runner up and picked up $2.85 million. Mm-hmm. And after that, 
in terms of scoring and everything else, I have no idea no, what happened. Likewise. I mean, I even forgot about the team event. I mean, I, I probably only watched 10 minutes of it if I did even that. But I saw none of the golf. I saw yeah. a little bit of the hoo-ha around it. But what came out from looking at various reporters who were there? Yeah. And I have a couple of things we'll come back to on this because actual reporters who were there, and there's some very, very amusing stuff as <laughs> yes, well. Yes, yes. But let's put it in simple terms. Phil Mickelson, who is a man who, as we know from reading Alan Shipnuck's book, uh-huh. is fueled by juice. Mm-hmm. It's, there was no juice. There was no sporting excitement, and there wasn't a meaningful title at the end. Now, yeah. Charles Fortchell's got a huge big yeah, yeah. addition to his bank account, but it's a 54-hole tournament that has yeah. no world ranking points. He actually fell five places in the world ranking points, having won <laughs> at the weekend more money than anybody else has ever won in a golf tournament. And, and what about the shotgun start? I was sitting, and again, I didn't really see that start of it anything. But I was sitting The thinking, last team's more nervous about a shotgun finish. Yes, well, that's it. A shotgun start for a Saudi league is a wee bit... Mm. But do you know what I was sitting thinking? A shotgun start, the one thing you never like is... You, if you was your four balls starting off at uh, uh, stroke index one, <laughs> you know that's tough to have your first hole. Uh, Did you hear what one of the TV commentators said? Go ahead. Dustin Johnson was teeing off, and they said, Oof, "He's teeing off in a hole you never like to have as your first hole of the day." Oh, okay. He was on the first. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear. You know, I think it's because oh. it's a little bit difficult. But yeah, the, yeah, and I think yeah, he was making yeah. that. But, but I was going. But you normally tee off on the first. Yes, you do, of course. Uh, And I mean, the other funny thing about it was, like, Phil, Sergio and Poulter had poor finishes, you know. But they're still going to get buckets of money, of course. Well, they are are getting buckets of money, but and they've signed for so much money. And this is the thing we've said it time and time again. The motivation to work hard and practice hard and, and really try and improve and get yourself on a run. I mean, it's now three... What is it, three weeks till the next event? Yeah, Portland, Oregon, yep. So some of them are coming across to play the US Open, yes. but in, in reality, they're not going to play their way in. No. This no. year, there's only going to be eight events this yes, year. Yes, that's right. And so we, we will go. But anyway, I took a whole load of other takeaways from the event, okay? Friend of the show, Alan Shipnock, <laughs> got manhandled out of Phil's post-round press conference. Yes. And... Has there been a better picture, picture. Oh, than, I, I, than him I, getting manhandled out? Texting Greg Norman, yes. do you know your goons are throwing me out? Uh-huh. Greg texts him back. Yes. No. Did not th- hear. Did not hear. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. And and then the picture comes <laughs> the out. Picture. He's standing right he's behind standing him. He's standing right behind him while he's being manhandled or arrested or whatever. And did you see the face on Greg Norman when Alan Shipnick was, was That's scary. trying to appeal? And I mean, I... It, the fact that it was a photograph, I just I, there must have been steam coming out of Greg Norman's ears. I, I think this this is one of the biggest problems because Alan Shipnock, more than he's not protecting Phil, he's still hacked yeah. off because all of that with Phil came out earlier in the year and, uh-huh. and caused him endless difficulties. Yes, yes. And I mean, I still think, and I said it on the pod that. Uh, Phil has to go play this now. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, can't not yeah. do it after everything he's no. done. He he would be castigated from here to the end of time yes. if he didn't actually have the courage of his own convictions. Yeah, and then, of course, you're talking about that Portland, Oregon. Who's joining them on that one? Bryson? Bryson, Wolf. Matthew Wolf and Patrick, uh, Reed. Patrick Reed. Yes. And possibly Pat Perez will be in by yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Well, you need Patrick Reed, number 36 in the world, and Pat Perez, number 168. You need those 
big boys' names there. Well, did you not even see? I mean, there was a there was a great picture of uh, Greg Norman and Phil Mickelson standing talking uh-huh. to Slugger yes. White. Yes, it's real official, and uh-huh. and you know, no, we don't know what they were saying, uh-huh. but you do think Slugger was going, "Oh, lads, you're not serious." <laughs> That's why I left the PGA Tour. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know. Oh, dear, dear. But there was a second APP reporter asked to leave, and we, we knew about this last week on the on the podcast. Yep. He was asked to leave for not being polite in uh-huh, his questioning. Uh-huh. Yes. And I, did, he, did he not give his name on his paper? That was, did you not did like you that? I thought that was I quite that good was joke. funny. I, I thought oh, that thing geez. where we, we said, yes, and where are you from? Derek from the Stevenage News. <laughs> I'd like to ask Phil Mickelson a question. Uh, yeah, but uh, oh, very interesting of it. And um, well, we're going to talk about the US Open later on, but the names are all going to be there. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, oh, dear, dear, dear. No, no, that, that's, that's, that's for later in the pod. Greg is trying to act like he's now won the war. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think he's even close. Not at all, not at all. I mean, uh, who watched it? And again, I remember reading one 100,000 peak YouTube. Yeah. Um, and, and many were at it. I mean, 54,000 the second day and supposedly about 90,000 the yeah. other day. The, the commentators keep trying to say the atmosphere is fantastic. Yeah. There's plenty of people no, here. No, A load of people, free tickets have Correct. been given away. Correct. They talk about, I think it was James Morrison was playing a gig after one of the uh-huh. days golf. And he was looking around at one point going, Am I going to be playing to anybody? <laughs> yes, and he yes. said, by the time he finished, he was pleasantly surprised there was three to four hundred. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But James Morrison, three to four hundred has to be about as small an audience oh, as, as, as yes. you get. And I mean, I think with I'd heard a figure it was there eight thousand actually at the whole event. And one of the they reporters- were limit they were limited on the number they were allowed each day. Right, and it wasn't a big number, no, but I don't no. think they were. I don't think they were sold out. But any no, day. not at all, because one of the reporters was saying that he he went in. And uh, he questioned about half a dozen different spectators, and not one of them had paid for their ticket. Well, so that uh, says a lot. Uh, this is the thing: is if you give away uh, free tickets, and you give away a free concert, and yeah, you yes, have a few yes. top-ranked players, a few people are going to turn up and and be interested as such. Yes. But as a sports event, I like I liked somebody on Twitter who said, uh, "You know, I've tried to remove." all the hullabaloo, the politics, mm-hmm. the where did the money come from and everything from my assessment of the competition. Mm-hmm. He says, I've tried to do all of that to give an objective viewpoint. He says, deep down, the golf was just crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? it just, I mean, I, as I say, I went into it for a couple of minutes here and there. It just was not interesting. And as you say, the golf wasn't good and the atmosphere was zilch. You know, it's it's. I actually didn't even bother checking in on any of the actual golf. I kept up um, with the stories that were yes, coming out of yes, it, but yes. I didn't actually watch any of the golf. The players definitely look like bunnies in the headlights uh-huh. at the moment, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and that is before the ones who have qualified for the U.S. Open arrive in Boston. Yeah. Now yeah. I do think there's a really big backlash coming. Now, I could mm-hmm. I could be wrong, and the, the American fans. Could could really get behind this, them, but yeah. I actually think there's a lot of the American fans. Boston's not that far no. far north of New York, no, no. and um, I do think when they hit the U.S. Open, I mean Phil's press conference is actually this afternoon and is happening as we're on air oh, here. Okay, um, so if something comes up on the Twitter feed before the end mm-hmm. of recording, we'll 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 pop something in. But I'm going to change tack a little bit. Charles Schwartzel, right? I did see a couple of clips. I saw the clip of. Um, is winning putts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Is he anchoring his putter? 
I'm not actually joking. <laughs> it it and does, I don't think Slugger White's looking. No, I, it does look as if he is, and I don't know how you can say that he's not, because I agree with you, he does seem, and of course that's against the rules, but were they ever going to pull anybody up for rules uh, in the... That, Pat, that live Patrick Reed's going to love this. <laughs> he's he's going to be... Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to see. Did you just drop a ball out of your pocket? No, nope. <laughs> no, nope, that was my but ball. But you shook your leg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the one thing that gets me as well, Martin, here is on the PGA tour. Now, Jay Monaghan has obviously been very quite vociferous uh, about it. But really, the only other people that are speaking out against it is obviously our Rory, Tiger, and Justin Thomas. Now, you're not hearing from a lot of other guys who have not joined the Saudi League. But when you heard even Bubba Watson and, and Ricky Fowler are all set to join them, you know, you're starting to think, is there going to be a wee bit of a... a I a think push? we are going to lose another few. I think, and I, I'm only saying that because I, nobody is speaking out other than Rory, Justin and, and, and Tiger. I think quite a few players will just, yeah. I mean, Jordan Spieth's not going. No, no. You know, Scotty Scheffler's not yeah. going. I didn't think Bubba, Bubba was a couple of weeks ago spouting how he's going to be at the Canadian Open and that's, you know. Yes, and uh, then he wasn't. And I, there's rumours that he's going to be joining with, with Ricky. Well, it's, you know, again, <clears throat> there are some people who have just, as I say, they feel they've accomplished what they're going to accomplish or they're, yeah. at, they're at a difficult point. And we've, we've talked about Ricky's travails over recent months and that, in fact, he wasn't making any progress. He wasn't getting into major events. And he's really not playing that well. And guaranteed paydays are very, very attractive. Yeah, of course. But what isn't going to be attractive is if all of the competitions turn out to be pretty meaningless processions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're not going to watch it. And all they're doing is they're going to make it more and more difficult for the PGA Tour to compete. Because if there's great competition, I mean, we don't get that many Sundays that were as good as last night. No, no, absolutely. Where the that quality of the golf and people going at it, fantastic. full tilt. That was a and fantastic That was so one. good for the PGA. And you'll get yep. it maybe in Scottsdale and you'll get it yep. maybe at Sawgrass and mm-hmm. you'll get it a few other places across the year and the majors. And and the whole thing about the majors is where it's all going to get very interesting. Yep. Because yep. these guys that have gone, if there aren't world ranking points, and yes. nobody's quite sure of the system, yep. some of them who are pre-qualified this year will not have enough ranking points no, by next no. year. Although they have put in an application uh, to get world ranking points for it. For 50 four-hole events. Yes. Now, whether, uh, with, with a yeah. select field. Yes, yes, exactly. And, uh, you know, the ability to anchor your putter and for Patrick to yeah. move his ball whenever he feels <laughs> like it. Um, you know, you, you start doing all of those sorts of things and you just go, these are not equivalent tournaments. No, no. You know, you're not starting with 140, 150, 160 yeah. in the field. And you only got 48. You yeah. got 48. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I agree with you. I mean, the application is in for the world ranking points, but I can't see how they could possibly give it with us, just what you've said, no. the, the different system. It's just not matching uh, like for like. And then you're going to go, so I think both the USGA and the RNA this year are going to be able to dodge the bullet yeah, by saying, yeah. these guys are pre-qualified, we had to let them play, because mm-hmm. otherwise we're breaching our own rules. Yes. So they're going to go and, and play. You know, especially someone like uh, Dustin Johnson, he, 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 you know, I think Phil said he's going to play in all events that he can possibly play in. Dustin said, no, I'm only playing in the eight live things and the beaters. 
And then next year it's meant to be 14. They're actually now talking about cranking it straight away to 14. Right, okay. You're looking at it going, you're cranking up to 14 and the four majors. And I keep hearing this elsewhere. That's 18. Yeah. Greg's lies about not not competitive but additive Mm. are exactly that. They're lies. The tournaments are not so far certainly even the schedule, nothing is exciting me. No, no. It's not like I'm going, oh, damn it, I'd really actually quite like yeah. to watch that one, but yes, on principle, yes. I'm not going to let myself. It, it, the reality is, is, and if they bring in a new golf fan, you know, somebody that wasn't a golf fan up until yeah. now because yeah. this is fantastic, there's so much money, yes. and it's exciting. Well, fair enough, they've cracked a different market. Mm-hmm. To me, and I've said it time and time again, the thing that's annoying me is, yes, I have some moral indignation, but as people on Twitter point out all the time, those of us with any moral indignation are completely wrong because of Apple iPhones, because of Uber, because of putting petrol in our cars, yeah. because of this right there. And they're absolutely right. International finance is everywhere. Okay? Yeah, yeah. What annoys me is something that is not a viable business model oh, yeah. being utilized mm-hmm. by a government supported through by somebody who's got a vendetta against the PGA Tour to tear down something that has been a force for good for golf and has brought a lot of money. None of the guys who have moved are poor. No, no, of course not. They're all multimillionaires anyway. They don't need the money. So it's not not the money. And nothing they do will grow the game. No, no, of course not. I mean, we're well past any of that being relevant. So rather than go around in circles... You know, we really are at the point of saying, why do I dislike it as much as I do? And I could stand on moral indignation, but uh-huh, I'm not going uh-huh. to. No. I'm actually going to stand on, I don't like the fact that they are trying to tear down something that has been very, very good for professional golf, has built all the careers of the individuals yep, yep. who are now being ungrateful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so for me and the business model it's not viable. It's not viable. Of course it's not. It's, not. it's never but, going to be viable. I mean, I saw a stat there. They, they actually have uh, 20% of the top 40 golfers. And that's probably growing. And the only reason, as we all know, is because they're getting uh, bucket loads of money. Now, well, one thing, a big thing I think everybody is quietly talking about at the minute is the DP world. You know, obviously, Monaghan has come out and said, look, we that's it. You're all banned. That's it. DP World has, your man Pelly has kept very quiet. Well, he's got a huge problem. Yeah. He he was the one that first cozied up to the Saudis. Saudis, exactly. Yeah. And yep. he can't very well turn around and go, oh, yeah. don't like yeah. this, because you took them there. Mm-hmm. Now, this could be very interesting. Is he, and is that the tour that the Saudis could buy? Correct. And I, I mean, I would say that Greg is probably in talks with Pelly, and I'm sure money is being mentioned. And I mean, that would be disastrous, I think, if DP World uh, moved alongside with the Saudi League. You know, that would be disastrous, I think, for golf. But oh, I don't know. It's very hard <clears throat> to judge now, <clears throat> but I, and I do think the the amounts of money are so staggering. But it's overpaying. Yeah, there's the, the excitement's oh, gone. Of course, yeah. yeah. If if you've gone, ah, I don't care. I came seventeenth yeah. this week and earned one point two million quid. Yeah, you know, or one point two million dollars. Yeah, you know, yeah. nuts. Where's your motivation? Nuts. If you're playing for the money, whether you end up and you've been signed to play, yeah, whether you earn one million dollars or ten million dollars is irrelevant. If you've been signed for fifty million dollars, 
Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just a bit of extra pin of money. Yes, yes. And and as we all know that um, even though Phil's on the wagon at the moment, there's a fair yeah. chance he'll have to get uh, down the bookies in the not too distant future <laughs> if he's got too much cash watching about. Yeah, although it is, it's going to be very interesting. I think the US Open coming up as to what reaction. I think I think some of them will get a nasty uh, reaction. Oh, yeah. I think it's inevitable, and we're yeah. just about to go on to the US Open. But yes. just a final quick question for yep. you in the lifting. I actually, even watching through the various mediums I, I looked at the information from, do you understand the team competition? No, not at all. I, I even, honestly haven't watched it that were much. Were you even mildly interested? No, that's what I'm saying. It just, I just forgot about it. Yeah. Even. It was that, you know. So I, I don't think they've got that right yet. Yeah. Um, and as we did say, we came up with, I thought, some better names for the teams. <laughs> we did. <laughs> you know, and, that, and that didn't take me very long, just no, sitting there thinking no, about it. No, no, Okay, let's move on to the US well, Open. Sorry, just interested on that, there, did I also read that Poulter is appealing to the PGA Tour uh, to lift his ban. Did you hear that? Well, I Wait. heard he said he was going to challenge it. Yes, he was. And Live Golf. On what grounds? Well, Live Golf have set aside $150 million uh, to cover any legal costs. You see, this is. So the that's thing. another angle that could, could, it could is, be happening. It's another angle where they can go and they can pile in mm-hmm. um, money yep. to fix problems that no business could, yes. could afford no. to do. No. So if they're basically saying to Ian Polder, we'll underwrite every legal cost you have. Yep and you go be the front runner, and you go do this, then Polter's nothing to lose. No, no. And, you know, but the, the reality is, and I, I'm very old-fashioned, okay? If it says, you know, on the edge of the, the pond, danger alligators, and yes. I paddle in the pond and get bitten, yes, it's very hard to come out afterwards and go, well, you know, nobody told me. No, but I'm I'm entitled to paddle in a pond, and, <laughs> yes, and, yes. and I got bitten, and, and now you need to pay. The thing is, there were a set of two rules that Ian Poulter signed up to, as did everybody uh-huh. else. Of course, yeah. And these are not stupid people. Yeah, no, no. But but, but they're very determined to have their cake and eat it. They're yes, determined yes. to to have it all. Yeah, for as long as they want. Oh, just. What's the space? I think it's going to. I don't think we're going to have any problems with Podine for the next few months. I think on this. Could I just finish on before you leave? Live golf. Can I just? Uh, I was reading a wee article about one of the caddies at Love, and they're they're now known as the big winners. It's one of those caddies says because uh, he says we're taking care off. We've got our airfares paid for, hotels paid for. Uh, we have shuttles to and from the course. We get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There's even like there was a gift in our hotel bedroom, and and they have access to all the parties. So, and one additional thing, uh-huh. which I thought was very very interesting, since Phil is playing. Okay. Okay. Apparently, Live Golf pay the caddy fee directly. <laughs> the caddies win is directly to the caddies account. <laughs> yes. They don't good. have to wait very to good. be paid by, right, by right. your employer. Yes. So, I mean, again, whatever your deal is, uh-huh. it's calculated out. Yes, and, I'm sure Phil's, Phil's happy with that. Well, uh, but, <laughs> you know, when you actually think about it, it, it makes perfect sense. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. We'll go on to the US Open at Brookline later this yes. week. Realistically, how do you think the live players will be received? I think there will be some rumblings. I definitely think, I mean, you're going to have tens of thousands of spectators there. Not all of them are going to be respectful or quiet or whatever way you want to describe it. No, the Bryson Brooksy thing last yeah, year clearly Christ, of course, yes, clearly yes. showed us that. And I mean, I think you've got, even if it's looking at the okay, we're going to have the obvious Bryson, uh, uh, Sergio, uh, Phil, uh, Patrick Reed. Uh, Patrick Reed must be getting them. Um, 
a wee bit of a roast now, but I thought Richard Bland, of course, is going to be there. Be interesting. Well, they probably they wouldn't know Richard Bland. <laughs> Again, that was the famous quote from the uh, yeah, world match yeah. play earlier in the year. DJ was playing Richard Bland in the, in the third round yeah. or in the first round of the sort of knockouts. Yes, yes. And uh, you know, he was said, "Well, do you know much about Richard Bland?" No. <laughs> and and actually, realistically, probably wouldn't have known him if he'd met him in the clubhouse. No. No, you know, so no, no. Uh, I don't think uh, that I did write down here, which I thought was mildly amusing. Uh, do you think DJ Phil, Kevin, Bryson, Patrick, etc., will uh, feel the wrath of the fans, or will the mashed potato guy still love them all? Because <laughs> yeah, the mashed potato guy egg that sharp. Yeah, yeah. Because I I get, but mashed who came out with okay, mashed I don't potato? Know. I don't anyway, know. That's crazy. Unfortunately, crazy, crazy. it caught on. Okay, there, there's, there's going to be a nice little Larry's contingent there, Shane, Shane, Larry, and and Seamus Power. Yes, is in it, and of course Rory. You know, it's, I have to say, and I know I I picked, uh, I think my three names. What one of them was going to win a major was Marikawa, uh, John Ram, and Victor Hovland, and they've let me down badly. You know, and we're running so out far. of majors. Yes, so far, but I think I think there's two names that are looking. Quite hot for this, and well, the two I'm thinking of are Rory and uh, Justin. Well, Justin just, Thomas. Justin's already won yeah, a major this but year. He is playing such good golf. I know, you know? and Scotty Scheffler is going to be up there too, you know. Because but this this is the thing, and I, I'm I'm going to come back to that because I just don't want to leave just quite yet the the other bit. Where are the USGA? going to put the lift players in the draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And who are they going to play them with? Yes. Now, are they going to be, this will be fantastic theatre, we'll put Justin <laughs> out with Phil and we'll put and Rory, put Rory in there too. DJ and we'll put <laughs> Patrick, you, you know. It's you, going to be, uh, that's not an enviable task that they have. I and suspect you'll find them grouped together. Yeah, they might do. I'll be astounded if Phil, Dustin and... and you know, some of these guys the aren't thing, playing together. The other thing is, what if those guys, one of those guys wins it? You well, know, I, I think that's, sort of the reception that's is going, going to, to be the, the thing. You know, Dustin um, Johnson or, or, or Patrick Reed or someone, or Bryson even now. Oh, well, I, I don't think any of them are playing well. No, they're not. They're not. And some of the other boys are pretty battle-hardened at the moment playing these 72 holes. Yes. Uh, you know, they, some of these boys, Phil's played three competitive rounds in five months. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You, can, you know, and you're going out to win the US Open for him to complete his Grand yeah, Slam. No, no, I, I, no. It'll be a miracle, you it's, know, and yeah. I'm going to, again, I keep saying this, I'm coming back to it because there's a little prediction section here okay. coming up. But if you actually look at the whole thing, and I had a quick look down it earlier today, okay? Here's the very simple thing. If you're trying to work out who might win the US Open. Uh-huh. And remember the US Open is always their target is the winner comes in at, in around par. They don't expect no, the winner to no. come in at 17 no, under. No. If you come in at two, three, four under, you're, you're probably pretty much at the top of the, yep, the, the game. Be most top years. Yep. Okay. So who's going to win? You've got Rory, Tony and JT all in awesome form. Yep. But then you add into the mix Jordan, mm-hmm. John Ram. Scotty Scheffler, Scheffler and Justin Rose, who've just mm-hmm. all come off mm-hmm. fantastic mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, run. But then you, you look at Sam Burns is playing well. Mm-hmm. Xander Schofle's improving. Pereira. Patrick Cantley, Cameron Smith. Yeah, yeah. What about Hideki? Presumably with a new three-wood, by yeah. the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Max Homa. Mm-hmm. Billy Horschel, who's just played really, really well. Shane Larry is... 
probably on the top of his game. Will Zalatoris, uh-huh. who yeah. that wee figure of eight putting stroke that he has on That's the short right. ones is really well. going to help. But, <laughs> and then you've got the live golfers. Yeah. So those are the guys up above who have actually been playing extraordinarily well and mm-hmm. are battle-hardened and all the rest of yes. it. So to me, the winner's coming from a, you know, that sort of group rather yeah. than any of the, the guys who've been away, mm. especially last week. But it's actually very, very difficult to predict who will win because I haven't yet seen. You'll know more after day one when you yeah, see the setup yeah. on the course and who it suits, etc., yes. etc. Et yes. But a U.S. Open is, is a notoriously difficult test. Yeah. So you want golfers that can grind, who can get up mm-hmm. and down, chip. So Cameron Smith, except he doesn't have totally the length. Yeah. You know, again, you know, is a is a really good shout for somebody who might do very, very well. Scotty Scheffler, I think, you know, the run might be over. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he still, still had well. a reasonable uh, is, weekend there. But he's yes. he, you've got he's gone on the purple patch of purple patches. Yeah, yes, yes. And you know that yeah, is so yeah. hard to keep going. And I mean, is it crazy to suggest Rory could have a rush at it? Well, let's go to our predictions, and mm. I'll start with mm. earlier today. I I put a call out to young Mike, and um, before he got on the EasyJet flight to Aberdeen. Yeah. He's probably going to get tired of that joke eventually, does? You think so? But <laughs> you, and I, you and I have never been yeah. short of flogging a joke to death in our lives, have we? No. <laughs> okay, here's young Mike's prediction. Okay. And it, I asked him to predict a winner and a surprise failure, you know, somebody who won't make the cut. Mm-hmm. So young Mike stated Max Homa to win. Oh, uh-huh. okay. And his surprise failure not to make the cut, Rory. Oh dear, dear! Now Mike is a diehard no. Rory fan. I know he is. He is a diehard Rory fan, so that was hard for him to say. Can you which, in fact, call he, he left. He left it to me to say it after the weekend. Well, do you know? I have a funny feeling that an Englishman could be good up there this year, and I'm thinking Tommy Fleetwood or Justin Rose, uh, who are both playing steady, nice, steady golf. Yeah. I would just, love to see Tommy Fleetwood yeah, have a really good yeah, run because yeah. I'm a big fan of Tommy Fleetwood's. Yeah, yeah. Now, before you give me your predictions, mm. I I'd predicted earlier in the year that Rory would win a major. Yep. And actually, I went back and checked. I predicted Rory would win the US Open. Okay. And so I am actually going to stick with that. I'm going to say Rory's going to defy logic and actually uh-huh. win back-to-back. But what I've actually said in my prediction is Rory will definitely place in the top three. Okay. As will Shane Laurie. Yeah. No. So those two will be in the mix. Yeah. Now, my surprise failures, mm-hmm. uh, it's not really a big surprise. I'm actually projecting four people to, to miss the cut. Oh, no, you can't get four. I, no, I'm saying all four of these. <laughs> yeah. All four of these will yeah. miss the cut. Because you've already stolen my thunder because I have Shane Laurie as a, a potential winner of this. No, no, I have not stolen your thunder. You have merely agreed with my brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I know, I'm going to make the call here as to who's going to miss the cut. And I know yep. it's definitely going to be one of your four. Okay, on you go. Phil. I have Phil missing the cut. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yep. Who else? Uh, DJ DJ's missing the cut Okay That's got two That's not bad uh, Oh I don't know John Ram Nope okay. I have Patrick and Bryson Oh So I have all four of those Okay Missing the cut At the US Open I tell you that's a good call If you had, that comes in uh, That's a good call Well that's I, I don't think it's a huge A huge step Or a huge I jump Yeah I think They are under-raced. Yeah. They haven't yeah. been playing particularly well. It's yep. the US Open. Mm-hmm. It's 
damn hard. Of course it is, yeah, yeah. That's that's why I think, you know, someone, uh, if a wind blows a wee bit around Boston there, um, you're going to have the Shane Lurries and the Tommy Fleetwoods who can play that wind, you know, and that, that could be there to Plus, their advantage. I do think if there is the fan reaction that we anticipate might yeah, exist, yeah. then those guys have got to play under circumstances they're not used to. We've already seen Bryson yes. didn't cope very well in the past with some no, adverse. Of course. Phil has never experienced kind no, of a no. degree of loathing, no. which he may well be about to experience. And um, you know, Patrick really presumably doesn't care, but uh, and DJ is just, I don't think DJ just cares. No, no, no. I don't think there's a lot going on in DJ's head, really, most times. You no. Know, no. Uh, I, I, I think that will have a bearing on them, yes. Uh, if, if they get a, a bad reaction somehow, it's going to rattle them. It's going to rattle them. DJ reminds me a little bit of the Hulk. And if you remember in the Avengers, Captain America was telling everybody their roles. Hawkeye, I need you on top of that building, bringing them down. You know, Iron Man, get up there and cover the south flank. <laughs> you know, um, Thor, I need you over the far side, uh, covering our, our back. And Hulk, smash. <laughs> that, was, that was the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I just think Dustin gets an instruction. Play. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a lot, a lot going on there now. But uh, it's going to be a very interesting view, and I'm really looking forward to it. I hope they don't get a bad reaction. You know, I, I think some of them maybe do deserve a little bit of reaction. And I do think they will get a little bit of reaction. What is worse? But is, it's gonna, but it's is gonna, it a reaction against them or silence? Uh, what would be worse? Yeah, well, hit a great shot, hit it close, and nobody applauds. Yes, yes, or just a That's muted a bit like applause. When, yeah, when yeah. when I was playing you last week, and <laughs> I hit the ball close a few times, and there was just silence. Yes, I know. Oh, I did. Uh, I heard you I brought did. that up. Yeah, you I did mention it in the podcast. Yes, yes. I gave you your your due. Oh, look, I think I was lucky. It was only five and four, Martin. I think you were unlucky. I think I was extraordinarily unlucky <laughs> because you told me that the day before you'd played like a clumpet, and I, was, and I, I fell I for did. it. As, 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 <laughs> I as golf always does. I did play like a clumpet at Royal County Down. Yeah, and, and then I knew I was going to win Tuesday night. <laughs> well, there is a slight difference between Royal uh, County Down and Carnley. Carnley is a fine yeah. golf course, but uh, it's. <laughs> Not RCD, it ain't. You know, no, no. But no. anyway, just as a couple of little tidbits uh-huh. going on to, okay? Uh, Tiger is officially a billionaire. Oh. Forbes magazine have declared him a billionaire. So okay. the PGA Tour that doesn't create enough money for some of these guys yeah. has rewarded its most successful player. It's working for him. I mean, yeah. he's now a billionaire. Mm-hmm. He's a billionaire sportsman. Now, yeah. his on-course earnings are less than what Dustin Johnson just signed yeah, yeah, to go yeah, to live yeah. for. And possibly Phil, yep. Uh, but he's won mm-hmm. a shed load more tournaments yep. and 15 majors. Um, but he is actually a, a billionaire in his mm-hmm. own right. Yep. Charles Schwartzel at the weekend won in one day on his day mm-hmm. 80% of Jack's career earnings. Is that right? In oh, one dear. day. Oh, dear. Yeah. Now, obviously, different era, different amount uh-huh. of prize money. Course, Jack's not course. short of a few quid no. and all the rest. By the way, 
Sorry, I'm, I'm drifting back. Yeah. Did you see Gary Player's interview? interview? Oh, that was a bit sad. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's another car crash. No, no. Anyway, I don't even yeah, want that's to. That's worth I, looking at on Twitter if anybody I, I could find it. don't even want to go, yeah. go and talk about that now. But anyway, so Tiger is a billionaire uh-huh. through sticking with the PGA Tour and simply being the best of the best. Yes. No surprise there. Way, I'm still convinced our downloads in Jupiter, Florida. Uh, are, are Tigers listening? Do you think so? I, I think hope they so. are. I, think I it do could hope be. so. Yeah. Um, just, I'll tell you one of the wee talking tidbits I had just looked at there. We've got the Irish Open coming up in just under three weeks' time. Now, sadly, and of course, Rory's said he won't be playing at all. That is unfortunate, yeah. actually, at the moment. Now, it has a price purse of $6 million. It's the biggest six ever. Six million euros, six million dollars, dollars or six million pounds. I think it's six million dollars, I think. But there's not one of the top 20 world-ranked players playing on it. It's not a bit sad. And yet there are several of the world's top players playing at the J.P. McManus Pro-Am. Next, the next day. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. The Tiger, including Tiger. Oh, yes. Well, yeah, t- yeah. Tiger's working his way up for yes, St. Andrews. That's right. That's right. And uh, we do have a St. Andrews special coming uh, just ahead of the Open. Uh, yeah. We have a, a gentleman coming in who knows it well and to talk to us about it. So I, I think that will be and that will be very good as part of our preparation for that. But uh, no, there are there are just a number of things, these little stories floating around um, that you just go. Mm, yeah. Now, I. Before, uh, again, as talking tidbit, I, I, I'm looking through my notes at the moment. Uh, somebody posted an on-course report from mm-hmm. the Live Golf. Okay. <laughs> I know we're back at Live Golf, but it does make me laugh. Uh-huh. And this is somebody who just, an ordinary Twitter user and his fan, and he actually says, uh, chaps, I don't know if you have any inside knowledge from any players on the ground at Live, but I am here. And it is the weirdest atmosphere. Uh-huh. I'm sitting on the first tee, have been here for 40 minutes and have seen three tee shots. <laughs> There's a guy asleep next to me. <laughs> and I have a picture of it. The guy's asleep up yeah. there in his chair, okay. head forward. The players, except for the first four groups from what I can tell, aren't clapped onto the tee. Good tee shots aren't applauded. Bad tee shots aren't met with that ooh that normally happens. Uh-huh. It genuinely is the deadest sporting event I have yeah, ever been yeah. to. Honestly, the caddies are looking at the crowds like, WTF, why are you guys <laughs> sitting here in silence? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just goes, honestly, golf but louder is the most ironic slogan going. But again, that's what I looked at and as I popped into YouTube about three times, I think it was, and it just... Uh, sounded you know, just non-exciting. It was just, I thought it was up right. And I only stayed for about two minutes. I thought, no, I can't watch this, you know. I know, well, uh, there's another classic here as well, the TV commentator as well, and now suddenly in the midst of it all, the Patrick Reed uh, was coming to play on Live uh-huh. Golf. And uh, there was one of the commentators who wrote, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. Patrick is a huge fan favourite. <laughs> <laughs> and I must admit, I did post. No. Uh, even a great white shark couldn't swallow that. <laughs> which, yeah, which yeah. I, I thought oh, was quite dear. good. Did you hear what they've promised? Cool. The guy who had Saudi's public investment fund uh, just said at the Live Golf Trophy presentation that if someone ever shoots 54 18 birdies on a par 72 course in a Live event, they will be awarded $54 million. Ah, for goodness sake. 
What? It's never happening. No, it's never happening. No, these, no. These, this quality of players aren't shooting 18 no, birdies. No. Probably no. in three days, let alone in yeah. one. Yeah. And, and some of them are hitting 20 over, for goodness sake. Yeah. Yeah. What about Caddy's Corner, Des? Well, what's what's yes. been happening down round our glass? Now, again, as I say, absolutely inundated. Uh, I'm doing uh, at least four uh, a, a week now, Caddy, and, and I could do more if I wanted to, but uh, just with our selection process, I deselect myself from certain days. But yeah, I, I had a nice, nice little uh, outing there a couple of days ago, and as a good professional caddy of course which i am well you're getting there i you're i certainly do, getting i do practice but i do check out as to who you, the crowd is you know uh, on on <laughs> the you tr- board. you trying to pick a player <laughs> no it's not it's not even that i just go and, and and this one here i looked at it and there was five four balls and all it was booked in was university of colorado boulder i thought oh this is good so uh got down to the tee box and there was the 20 guys there would have been about uh 12 or 13, 19, 20-year-old guys, and then about uh, six or seven of the elder guys. And one of them comes up to me and he says, hey, I'm Murphy. He says, uh, you can be my cat. I says, well, okay, yeah. And uh, I says, where are you guys from? He says, oh, Colorado. Oh, I says, is this possibly University of Colorado Boulder? And he looked up and he went, yeah, it is actually. I'm very impressed. And I went, oh, okay, okay. And I said, he's, he's all living in Denver? And he said, you know, be in the capital? He's looking at me again. No, actually, I'm just outside Denver. And oh, not a problem, not a problem. So he then tells me that all these young guys are the university scholarships. And they're all playing off plus one, plus two, plus three. And him, now he was an alumni, he would have been about 60. And another, his friend, came, came over as well. And he said, okay, uh, Mark and Rob, come on, join us. And these two young bucks come across. And he tells me, okay, and this uh, Mark here, Mark, he, he, he missed the qualification for the US Open there last week by two shots. I went, oh, okay. <laughs> now, I'll not bore you too much, but I st- this guy hits a ball. Absolutely unbelievable. And I measured, I was measuring a couple of his, his drives, and there was 324, and there was 331, you know, and I thought, right, I'm, I'm nearly fed up. But if you know the 15th at our glass, the par five, yep. white pillar, uh, dog legs round to the left. This guy. Now, there was a slight wind helping. Not much, but a slight wind helping. A zephyr. Yeah, well. As they say. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> this guy smashes this ball, draws it beautifully around the corner, bounces it down the fairway. And if anybody knows the, the bunker, just third, yeah, a wee bit short of the green. And I measured it. I had it measured. He had, uh, he had, he had left himself 90 yards into. What? Yes. And that hole measures 480 yards. And he had 90 yards into the green. He had munched it 390 yards. And I have never in my day ever seen anybody anywhere close to even that, that point where his ball That is stopped. insane. Ah, oh, crazy. But you see, this is the thing is, the quality of golf, the PGA Tour will not be short of players. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll be really competitive players. These are up and coming Correct. Guys. And, and this yeah. is the thing is, and this is the big difference now between some of the, the players that have gone to live, which is yeah. this is a huge payday. It's their last payday. Of course it is. And they've just gone, I want the money. Uh-huh. Golden oldie tour. It yeah. is It is yeah. nothing more than that. Uh-huh. I mean, that, that is way more exciting to talk about yeah. and, and to see. And I think 
you know, I think next week we'll be talking about the US Open. Uh-huh, of course. And there'll be some stories around it. Interestingly, Phil's press conference has happened. Uh-huh. And here's come a couple of the reporters saying, Phil Mickelson's worst press conference I can ever remember. Okay. He looked uncomfortable, sounded defensive, and said basically nothing. He looked like an extremely embarrassed guy yeah. trying not to seem embarrassed. Yes, yes. Now, he's actually, there's a f- picture here, Phil Mickelson. He looks positively angry. Yeah, he does. He does. And the statement that he's supposedly making is, I've worked hard to earn a lifetime tour membership. I believe it should be my choice. Mm. He's, he's he's starting to go on the offensive again. Yeah, yeah. He, he definitely was evading a lot of questions at the last week at the live uh, press conference i mean it was again embarrassing but. I, you do gotta hate twitter at times but sometimes it's very funny uh somebody saying at this point in phil's press conference is there anything else to say he's gone for the dollars we know he's gone for the dollars he knows that we know he's gone for the dollars <laughs> same is true for all the live guys nothing's gonna trigger a come to jesus moment <laughs> <laughs> approaching dead horse territory. And I think this is the point is, I think what's going to happen shortly apart from the majors is we are going to lose interest in these guys. Yeah, yeah. Utterly yeah, and completely. Yeah. And we're going to go back to talking about things that actually matter and actually are interesting mm-hmm. in golf. Yeah, yeah. And again, Jamie Weir, who was on the podcast oh, with course, us last yeah, week, has sports. just tweeted, a whole lot of people crowded in to hear a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah. I mean, again. Yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, so... Flipping hack. I mean, they are, they've all gone off on one. <laughs> well, that's this evening's reading sorted for okay, uh, yes, after once, yes. I, once I start uh, getting to the, uh, the edit phase of this. Yeah. But look, I think the US Open should be exciting. It's going to be um, one way or the other, it's going to be exciting. Oh, I can't see that it's not going to be nope. interesting. And uh, hopefully, um, we will be back probably next week to actually do a podcast just to catch up on the US Open and react. Just at the moment, you do very much feel like that if you blink, you'll mm. miss something. Yes. And we wouldn't normally be doing a weekly podcast and, yeah. you know, our, our target is to release every fortnight. Um, but just at the moment, every so, so often, just so much happening. Crazy. So the good, the bad, and the ugly all mm. in one weekend. The good was Rory and Lynn Grant. The bad was some of the golf actually played at the Live Invitational. Uh-huh. And the ugly is the row that's coming down the track <laughs> yes. and the fight that is out there for professional golf. The interesting thing is, and I think this is a very clear statement, which is true golf fans know who is actually the best. True yeah. golf fans know that they want competition. They don't want exhibition. They want competition. Yes, yes. And you're not getting it on the exhibition yeah. series that is live golf. You're no, just not no, going not. to. And nobody's going to care enough. No, exactly. You know, but anyway, Des, we could, as we know, go round and round in circles. Indeed. We don't want to do that to the listeners. And uh, so for tonight, uh, on behalf of the podcast, my name is Martin. And my name's Des. And we will see you very shortly with an update on the US Open. If you've enjoyed this episode of In the Footsteps of Giants, please hit the subscribe button from wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you'd like to leave us a good review, that would be most helpful as well. And if you'd like to interact with the podcast, please use our Twitter feed, which is at itfog 
under slash podcast and we'll happily deal with any queries or suggestions that you might uh, like to give us for future episodes.